Bibles open. We're going to use them here in just a moment. We live in a world that is filled full of frustrated people. People are frustrated about jobs, about money, about the children, about their parents, about school, about the government, about the news media, about everything. People are just frustrated about life. You doubt it? Drive once. Look how frustrated people are. Frustration can be defined as disappointment in not getting what you want or what you had hoped for. Frustration really lies within the bounds of you not receiving what you thought you should receive. Uh, We expect something to be done or expect something a certain way, and when it doesn't come out the way we expected, we get frustrated. (laughs) Let me break it down to where we live, to where we all can understand the statement. Frustration is simply not having what you want. It's selfish. God tells us here in Psalm 37, 4, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. This does not mean that God is a genie in the bottle, and when you want something, you rub the bottle and tell the genie what you want, and all of a sudden, shazam, it's there. The key to Psalm 37, 4 is not getting the desires of your heart, it's delighting thyself also in the Lord. It doesn't say he's going to give you everything you want. He tells you he will give you what to desire. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. He didn't say that I'm going to give you everything you want, But I'll put in you what you should desire. Now, watch this. There's only two ways to get everything you want. One, you can get everything you want. Or two, you can can want everything you have. There's only two ways. You can get everything you want, or you can want everything you have. We are all sinful humans. That's not a shock. None of us will live this truth perfectly. And I cannot promise you that you'll never be frustrated ever again. But I can promise you to be less frustrated if you live the truth tonight. To the degree, listen to this statement. The, the whole sermon hinges right here. To the degree that you live this truth is to the degree that you live frustration-free. It's not what I think, it's what God says. To the degree you live this truth is to the degree you live with less frustration. Now, let's jump into this a little Farther and let me help you. No human will ever get to the point where you have all you want. I know people who have made billions, that's with a B, of dollars, but they still don't have enough. 
You say, why? Because we're sinful. We still want the next toy. Our sin causes us to want to be our own God and be in control of everything. There are people who have a lot of money and they want to give it, but they want to dictate what you do with it after they've given it. Uh Uh-uh. If you're going to give it to the church, you give it to the church. You don't put strings on it. Don't put strings on God. I'm not God, by the way. But uh, all, all that to say, just realize you will never get to the point in life where you get everything you want. Too many people try to live their life to get everything they want. Isn't it amazing? 10, 15, 20 years ago, everything that you wanted, you've already had. Now you want more things. Boy, this is getting lonely up here tonight. In order for us to reduce frustration, we need to learn to accept all that comes our way. Not only look for it the way we want it. You know, there's been a lot of things come into my life and my wife and I's life that we really didn't plan, but we accepted it. And guess what? Everything's good. Is it what we wanted? No. But in the long run, it's what we needed. And that's what mattered. You see, it may not be all that you wanted, but if you accept it as it is, you won't be frustrated. The key to Psalm 37.4 is not getting the desires of your heart. The key is delighting thyself also in the Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get down to brass tacks here in just a few seconds here. But when we want what God wants over what we want, you'll live less frustrated. When you quit wanting for others what you want them to have, some of you have desires for something that you can't afford. And you're not ever going to be happy because you can't get what you want. Why don't you just settle then to be happy with what you have? You'll be less frustrated. We just came through Christmas. I have no desire for anything. I haven't filled out a Christmas list in God knows how many decades. I didn't have my kids fill out Christmas lists. I think we get ourselves into a dangerous situation that if we don't check it off their list, then they didn't get what they wanted. And we're creating an appetite of people who are frustrated. How about you accept what you got? My wife and I didn't make a lot of money. We made ends meet. We've worked hard through many, 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 many decades. And there was times Christmases were bleak. There was time, I remember one year, we bought one gift for three kids total. said, we're going to do something different this year. All three of you are only going to get one gift. They said, one gift each. I said, no, one gift. It was a great Christmas. They still talk about it. 
you know, maybe we ought to not think about what we want and think about what God wants. Let me jump right into this. Number one, don't expect to be loved the way you love. I know people who get frustrated and they fuss and they feud with a husband or a wife or their children or friends or somebody else in some type of love relationship because, well, I did this for you. How come you won't do that for me? Oh, that's called selfishness. I do not expect my wife to love me the way I love her. I'm, I'm going to get down to where it hurts here for a second. Let me show you what I mean. Can you imagine how frustrated God would be if he expected us to love him like he loves us? He's never sinned. For him to only accept love that was sinless, there's only one that can do that, and that's Jesus Christ. He accepts our sinful expressions of love. God doesn't seem too frustrated. Everybody doing okay? Then why do we demand people love us the way we want to be loved? God accepts our expressions. There are people that express their love to me in many different ways. Sometimes it's a colored picture from a child. Sometimes it's a flower, i.e. weed, that they pick up on the way into Sunday school. Preacher, I got a flower for you. Super. Sometimes it's a half-eaten sucker. I do not take part. Amen? Now, wait a minute. It doesn't matter what the expression was. I'm thankful for the expression. Maybe we ought to quit looking at the value of it to you and realize the value from the giver. Does that make sense to everybody? God is patient with us and wants us to grow closer in our love. I can't expect anybody to love me the way I love them. I love my wife. But did you know that men and women don't think the same way? I know that's a shock. Yeah, I'm positive. Trust me. I have a mother-in-law. Now, wait a minute. But if we're... I'm, I'm, I'm fixing to just about cross a line here. If we're not careful, we can almost get into a homosexual mentality to where we expect everybody to think the way we think. God didn't make a woman to think like a man because God was not complete without the woman. Fellas, your wife isn't supposed to think like you because you're a rockhead like me. God said man was not complete. But ladies, you're the ones that listen to the devil first. So you need some protection every once in a while. But there's the conflict. Everybody doing okay? Now, do we all think the same way? No. But may I say something, we can think together, work together, love together, and I don't expect my wife to express her love the same way I do. (laughs) 
Okay, I get out of bed a little earlier than the average person probably. You know, 4.15, 4.30, you know, sleeping in. Uh, yeah, I, I don't mind that. <laughs> Crystal was over last night and she looked at my wife. She said, do you get up with your husband? She said, no. <laughs> I said, no. Life would not be healthy if my wife got up at that hour. <laughs> no. You say, do you wake up grumpy? No, I let her sleep for a couple hours after I'm gone. It's just, okay, I'm one of those people, if I get up, I'm ready to go as soon as my feet hit the floor. I carry on a full conversation. I can do everything I need to do just that quick. My wife, you don't talk to her for the first 20 minutes. My daughter's that way. You just don't speak to them for 20 minutes and everything's fine. Now, to me, that's foreign. But to them, it's fine. Say, well, doesn't that bother you? No, I've already been at work for an hour and a half. I don't care. She can be grumpy with a dog. I don't give a rip. I was grumpy with her before I left, so it doesn't matter. Now, wait a minute. You know, I don't expect a child to express their love to me the way I express my love to them. Everybody doing okay? A child doesn't know how to love like an adult should love. Uh, I don't expect, I didn't expect my parents to love me the way I love them. I love my dad. I'd do anything in the world for him. But do I agree with my dad all the time? No. Does he agree with me all the time? Don't ask him because the answer is already no. Now wait a minute. But that doesn't mean we hate each other. Everybody doing okay? Why do we demand people love us the way we want to be loved? No wonder you're so frustrated in your relationships. How about we learn to accept those expressions? Is it what I wanted? Probably not, but that's okay. They tried. I can accept the love behind the try. We need to learn to love people as they want to be loved, not just how we want to love them. After almost 34 and a half years of marriage, I've learned how to love my wife in ways that she wants to be loved, not the way I thought she should be loved. She didn't think it was a great idea for a date to go out sitting in my deer stand. I couldn't understand that. Now, there are some ladies that would be fine. My wife, mm-mm. She tried it one time, said, that's enough, I ain't coming back. I said, okay. Now, you say, but preacher, uh, but going to a dress shop doesn't do much for me either, but I'll take her there. Be as There is nothing more awkward than a man in the, in the ladies' dress department at a store. Good night. <laughs> and then she got to go try on 14,276 things and you're standing there going okay I'm going to go somewhere else for a while you all know what I mean uh-huh. but I show her I love her by doing those things everybody doing okay uh, 
don't get so frustrated when someone doesn't accept your expression of love as deeply and as heartfelt as you intended for it. Do you know sometimes people don't express their appreciation for your love real well? Some people are just not real expressive. Then learn how to express. Well, I'm just that way. Then change what you are. You're not changing doctrine. Change what you are. I'm not changing anything on my position, but if my disposition needs fixed, I'll fix it. Everybody doing okay? Well, you're a compromiser. You can call me whatever you want, but that's called being scriptural. Some people are warm and fuzzy. They're squishy. And some of you get frustrated by that. Well, they balance out your hard-headed stupidity in life. Everybody doing okay? I said it. Little in life hurts as badly as loving and then wanting to be loved back the way you loved and not getting it. Do you know sometimes you have to love somebody that doesn't want to be loved and you don't even know how? But you learn to love them at the level that they can accept it. Man, I, there's, there's people, it's taken me years to win them to Christ because it took me that long to prove my love to them. Oh, Fred Skaggs, hardest mountain man, redneck, tough man. He was the hardest man I've ever won to Christ. No, no, no doubt about it. Those of you that knew Brother Fred, you know what I'm talking about. Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, man. But he couldn't fight the love. He couldn't fight it. It took a long time to learn how to express it to him. But once I finally did, man, I poured gasoline on that thing and lit the match. And finally, one day, that big old tough man bowed his head and trusted Christ. Then he grabbed his oxygen bottle and went door to door with Brother Barnes, passing out gospel tracts. Huh, guess God can do it, can he? Some of you would have just told him off and cussed him out and never gone back. Because you didn't know how to accept his love and express love to him. Boy, that's good stuff. Number two. Point number one hurt bad enough. You're bleeding everywhere. Pick your feet up and scrape them off the carpet for me. Number two, don't expect the same thinking or logic from others. Brother Anthony, come on up here for a second. I'm not going to bring Mrs. Barnes up. Do you know what? I don't expect Brother Anthony to think exactly the way I think. It's probably safer for y'all. I don't expect Mrs. Barnes to think the way I think. There's my computer printer. Right, there's my computer. Now, I don't think in terms of computer. He does, she does, not me. So we don't think the same way, but we're thinking the same principles. Does that make sense to everybody? Thank you, have a seat. Hang on for a second. Did you know that 2 plus 2 equals 4, but how you get there, there's a multiplicity of ways to get there? 2 plus 2 could be 3 plus 1. 4 plus 0. A half times 8. 2 times 2. 
equals 8. I can get to the answer many different ways and come out with the same answer. Everybody doing okay? Just because I don't do it the way you do it doesn't mean it's wrong. Why is it everybody has to do it your way or it's the highway? You better get to the point in life where you grow up enough to realize, okay, I could drive home any number of a half a dozen different ways. Generally, I'll take one or two different ways. Listen to me. But did you know just because somebody comes a different way doesn't mean they came the wrong way? If they got to my house, they got to my house. Did they take the wrong way? May not have taken the way I would have taken, but they got there. Quit criticizing somebody because, and quit getting frustrated with people that don't logic and don't think the way you think. Did you know sometimes in driving, more miles is faster than less miles? Sometimes a shorter route takes you through 14 cities. You may go a few more miles out of the way, but if you miss all the city and you're doing 70, 75 miles an hour in highway traffic and not 20 miles an hour and stop, go, stop, go, stop, go, stop, go, you'll get there a whole lot faster. So just because it's a shorter route doesn't mean it's the fastest route. Does that make sense to everybody? The same is true in logic or thinking. (laughs) No two people think exactly the same way. Men and women do not logic the same way. Women want to know what it smells like, how soft is it, how hard is it. They want to know uh, all the different, you know, what color it is, what other colors it comes in. and You you all know what I'm talking about? Shoot. It takes me about that long to pick out a pair of shoes. I know what size. I don't have to think about it. Go in, find what I want, walk out, I'm done. It doesn't work that way with women. And when you got feet as small as my wife, we're, we're, half the time you're in the girls' department, half the time, and uh, I mean, it's, it's bad. Did you know children don't logic the same way an adult does, generally? Now, some adults don't logic any better than a child, but, uh, you know, a child doesn't understand because they haven't made all the mistakes we've made. Oh, this looks like fun. Don't do that. You're going to get hurt. Y'all know what I'm talking about? So don't get mad at them. They've not been down the road you've been down. Yet you get so frustrated. Just do what I say. Okay, but maybe you need to take time and explain why. Well, I shouldn't have to. I'm the dad or I'm the mom. Okay. But aren't you glad somebody explained why to you? Or you could show us the scars of why they didn't explain it to you. Leaders and followers logic differently. Brother Anthony last week had a lot of decisions to make. When I finally caught up with him, I said, by the way, you made all the right decisions. Say, did he make all the decisions exactly the way you would have made them, preacher? Doesn't matter. He made them. I back them 100%. 
Because I can't tell you that I've made the same decisions or not. I wasn't here, and I wasn't coherent enough to know what needed to be made. But he made them. We got through it. Everything's good. Well, he didn't do it exactly the way you did. God didn't call him to be me. (laughs) Especially on Monday morning, amen? (laughs) My wife said Monday morning was a tough morning for Brother Anthony. (laughs) Wait a minute. Can I tell you something? Uh, I've been at it longer than he's been alive. I ought to know some things he doesn't know. I've already made all the mistakes he's about to make. Yeah, buddy. You know, it's quite selfish for us to expect everybody to think the way we think only. I don't expect my wife to think the way I think. She has no concept of the fun of shooting and killing a deer and then having to cut it up and butcher it and do all the stuff in the field I got to do, put it on pack and walk it out and uh, hurt like devil for three days afterwards and then butcher it and everything else. doesn't make sense to her as that being fun, but it's fun for me. Everybody doing okay? I don't expect her to accept that logic, but there's things she calls fun. I wouldn't call it fun. Our thinking or logic must be lined up with biblical truth. Philippians 2.5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.8, finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Some of you have problems and are so frustrated, you read the news and you want to blow up every day. Quit reading the news and read the Word of God. God said, don't think about that garbage. Think about things that are true, honest, just, lovely, of good report. No wonder you get so frustrated. Boy, that's good stuff. We adults cannot expect a child to think like an adult. Nor can we expect them to understand like an adult. But I'm here to shout, we can teach them how to become more of an adult and train them without being frustrated. Did you know kids are going to make mistakes? Did you know adults make mistakes? So, they don't do it exactly the way you do it. Tough toenails, it's going to happen. Count your losses and go on. Number three. Aren't you glad there's only one more point? Don't think you need everything you want. Let me make that statement again. Don't think that you need everything you want. I'll guarantee. I'm just going to throw it out there. If you went home tonight... Went through your house, your basement, your garage, your sheds. You could probably find things in there you don't need. And haven't needed them since you threw them in there 10, 15 years ago. Ouch. Y'all know what I'm talking about? And probably you have six of them because... You've bought six of them over the years because you couldn't find them because of the way you threw it in there. Instead of going out and buying something, how about you go through and clean out what you don't need? You know, 
there are times it's wise to buy a tool, but there's times that it's wiser to rent it once than to buy it. We've used backhoes and different things here. I'm not going to go out and buy one. Needed it a few times. It's cheaper to rent it a few times than to buy it and own it and pay the insurance on it and pay the upkeep on it. If you don't run enough, you'll, you'll destroy it. So it's cheaper to spend a few hundred dollars once or so a year than is to go out and buy one and have all the trouble that goes with it. But think all, yeah, you think about all the money you save. It's cheaper for us to have somebody come here and mow the grass than for us to go out and buy a five, six, eight thousand dollar mower and try to get you all here to mow the grass. I'm not paying him to mow grass, I'm paying him to reach people. Everybody doing all right? Not his job to mow the grass. So it's cheaper for us to pay somebody to mow the grass while we keep knocking on doors. It makes good sense to me, doesn't it, to you? Say, well, I think we could save some money, preacher. Okay, then you take care of mowing the grass every week then. And all the trimming and blowing the sidewalks and the, everything off, and you take care of it. Well, I, didn't, I can't do it. Oh, then, then let's just do it this way. Everybody doing all right? <laughs> this, you don't mow this with push mower. I've done it a couple times. It takes about three days to push it with a, with, a, with a push mower. Trust me. I've done it. Then we had Brother Fred's little yard Tractor, you know one of those little red ones, and you got to get out and push it up the hill. Lord have mercy! And trying to get down in the bottom of that thing, I, I pulled that thing out of my truck more times than I cared to think about. It didn't have enough hindermost parts to get down, let alone get up. Now, wait a minute! I've done all that stuff. And tried to pastor the church and reach people and go soul winning and do this. And it's, it's cheaper for us to pay somebody else to do it. Everybody doing okay? Now, wait a minute. You don't think that way. But you don't know all that goes into it like I do. Maybe you ought to reserve your opinion for areas that is your area to run. But most of us have far more than we really need. Some of you, you ought, to, you ought to go through one room or one building at a time. Clear it out and have a big sale this spring. Some of you could come up with thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Then you could go out and buy something you want. But it's not a need. Some of you make a couple house payments. Just off the junk that you haven't used in the last 20 years. Boy, that's good stuff. It's not wrong to have nice things. But you ought to only buy what you can afford. And not go into bad credit to do it. And 24 to 27% interest on the credit cards, bad credit. (laughs) We think if we can get a credit card that we have that much money. No, you have that much Ability to borrow, but you're going to pay back a whole lot more than what you just got. Amen. Live with lesser but higher quality? Go for it. If you could afford it. 
But if not, live with lesser. I can help some of you. You're not going to like me. Put yourself on a cash allowance. Pay your bills and give yourself a certain allotment of cash every week, and that's all you spend over and above your bills. I mean, you don't spend anything off of your debit card or your credit card or anything else. You live off of just that cash. You'll find out what you really need. Most of you don't need three cups of coffee at the gas station every day. Some of you ought to look at your, uh, at your finances at the end of the month and find out how much money you spent on stuff you didn't need. You'd be shocked. Boy, that's good stuff. Almost thought about leaving this out, but it's, it, I decided I was going to leave it in. You don't need long, expensive vacations every year if you can't afford one. And my wife and I are getting ready to go on a seven-day cruise in Hawaii, but we've waited 35 years for it. We have never taken a vacation like that, ever. I mean, ever. I think the most expensive vacation we did was probably... And most of the time when we went on vacation, I would preach at two or three churches to pay for it while I was there. I'm not kidding. Probably our trip to Arkansas or Maine or somewhere like that was probably the most expensive ones we ever did with the kids because we just didn't have the money. Can I tell you something? Uh, I don't have to worry about being in debt because I take... Six, eight, ten thousand dollar vacations every year. Now, if you have the money to spend on it, do me a favor. Enjoy it. I'm not against it. There are people here that you could go on a cruise every year and it doesn't affect you financially. I'm happy for you. Don't get don't don't mistake what I'm saying here. There are plenty of people in here, you're, you're to the point in life where you have enough to be able to do that. I'm happy with you. But if you're going in debt every year to do it, don't do it. That's what I'm saying. Everybody doing okay? I'm for getting away, but sometimes getting away, you can do it for nothing versus spending thousands of dollars on it. Well, I've been doing this every year. Well, no wonder you can't get out of debt. And there's something too, waiting 10, 15 years to do something makes it that much more special or 35 years. You know, don't think about and don't talk about things you think you might want because then it becomes more than a want to you, you think it becomes a need. I don't look at guns. Some of you will show me guns, but I don't go gun looking. Say why? Because I might want one. I told my wife many times in the last couple of years, I don't want another gun. I got all I need. I got my shotguns. I got my rifles. I got my black powder. I got my pistol. I don't need anything else. I got everything I want. When my dad goes to heaven, I want one, maybe two of his guns just to pass down through my family. That's it. 
Everybody doing okay? I could go to a gun store today, walk through it. Boy, those are nice. Glad I don't have to pay that. Walk out without spending anything because I don't want any of them. I don't sit there and think about what the newest and latest model is. I found the ones I want. I want the ones I have. I'm content. And I'm not frustrated by it. If Brother Anthony goes out and buys a brand new gun, I'll be excited for him because he had to pay for it, not me. But I'm not going to say, boy, I wish I had that one. No, I got the one I want. Everybody doing all right? So either you get everything you want or you want everything you have. Delight thyself also in the Lord and he'll tell you what to desire. Don't expect people to love the way you love. That's frustrating. I don't expect you to get up at 4.15, 4.30, 4.45 every morning and uh, do what I do. That would be frustrating. Most of you, I'm your alarm clock. I'm your first, I'm your first setting on your alarm. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Now, wait a minute. But that doesn't bother me. I don't expect that out of anybody. I don't. You say, why? By the way, I'm not a very frustrated person. I really don't get frustrated a whole lot. The only time I really get frustrated is when people won't follow what God says. And then they complain that it's God's fault that they messed up. No, you messed up. You're a sinner. God, did, God told you what to do. You didn't do it. Don't get mad at God because you and I are going to tangle on that one. You say, that frustrates you? Yeah, a lot. I'll do it as nice as I can. But maybe we ought to just stay in our lane. Let's not expect everybody to love the way we love. Let's not ex expect people to express their love the way we express it. Let's not expect them to think the way we think. And maybe we ought not to uh, think that all the things we want are needs. Maybe we ought to go clean house a while. Have a sale. Pay some things off. Instead of going out and buying something, pay off a whole bunch of stuff. Did you know that your, your accounts will build up faster if you're not in debt as far? It's just a fact of life. Every head bowed, every eye closed. We live with a whole lot of frustration we don't need. We want it our way. We want, it, we want to play God. How about we let God be God and we just follow and just accept what we've got?